We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Oh, welcome in to this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Farm, Neil McCready. By now, that's probably not necessary, but nonetheless, I don't know. It just sort of is cruise control as we start the uh, the show today. Ole Miss and Arkansas, eleven o'clock Saturday morning from Vault Hemingway Stadium. The Rebels' home SEC opener. Lane Kiffin, Sam Pittman, two emerging programs. All that stuff. We'll uh, talk some Ole Miss, Arkansas today. Talk some attendance uh, today. It's all over the message board. Um, Lane Kiffin putting out a message to fill up the uh, the vault this weekend. So uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. We'll do that. Look at ratings a little over the weekend. I've got a couple thoughts on that as well. I've got those pulled up and uh, and more on a show brought to you by the, the Blue Sky and the Oxford Exxon. The Blue Sky right there in, uh, in Oxford. You can uh, just head on over. Coming into town whenever this weekend. Um, take a selfie in front of the convenience store, gas pumps, whatever you'd like. You get to pick the background there as long as it involves Blue Sky. I need you to follow the Oxford Exxon on Twitter. I need you to tag the Oxford Exxon on Twitter. And then a hashtag Blue Sky Rebels be automatically entered into a chance to win a uh, an official Ole Miss football helmet. So take advantage of that. Lunch special is five sixty nine. Speed Pass Plus out. Download it. Earn points. Save money. And much more there with uh, all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are indeed. Uh, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for... Corey Clark, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. I'd recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guests join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. I'll be talking to Tom Murphy of the, is it still the Arkansas Democrat Gazette? I believe that's correct. It's one of the few papers that survived all those years. Isn't that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They talked to me years and years and years ago. I was just getting started in Auburn. I think we had just moved to Mobile. Mm-hmm. Oh, life's funny. Scott Kane had left, gotten out of the business. You don't know Scott, do you? Nope, never heard. Scott was the Arkansas beat writer for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and realized that it was a horrible way to live your life as a father of kids. And uh, he got out, got into banking and stuff. And he's still up in Fayetteville. In fact, uh, his... I think his daughter was helpful with 
uh, Campbell going through Rush. Small Arkansas world. has that happen more than maybe some other schools as far as beat writers and stuff. Ro- Robbie Nicewanger did that. So yeah. That's happened several times with, with, with Arkansas guys. It just kind of consuming. Is Robbie still up there? He does something different. It's not sports, but he's still in the area. Still but in he's that doing area. something, yeah, okay. at that point. Yeah, I haven't talked to Robbie in a while. Anyway, I'll talk to Tom on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the uh, Square in Oxford. Um, great food, great burgers, po'boys, appetizers, uh, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal. They're at Rafters. If you're going up for the game this weekend, need a place to grab a meal Friday or Saturday after the game. Ole Miss plays at 11, obviously, so be a lot of time after that to either celebrate or drown your sorrows or whatever the case may be. Rafters would be a perfect place for that. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, also in New Albany, and then Rafters on the Water at Sardis. So Robbie was the Ole Miss beat writer for the Clarion Ledger back probably 2007, 2008. Uh, he is currently in uh, communications for Walmart. Now. Oh, So he does PR and marketing for Walmart now. What I've learned when you're up there is you can pretty much, instead of say, hey, what do you do for a living? You just say, hey, do you work for Walmart? That's a good start. Because you have like a yeah. one in two shot of, of nailing that. <laughs> So yeah, he's uh he's doing that. I think he's a Florida grad actually. I think he ended up in Arkansas and stayed for good. But I'm pretty sure Robbie right? went to Florida. Yeah, I, how about I, that? I, I, I think so. I didn't know. I knew yeah. he wasn't an Arkansas guy. Yeah, but he was up there for a while. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like I said, I remember helping him move when he left Oxford. But then, um, oh wow, that was nice. He basically paid a bunch of beat writers to help him move. Um, that was so you were paid to help him move. I mean, not a lot, but I think he was cordial enough to go, hey, I'm taking up a day of your time. Here's yeah. like lunch and a 20 spot or something. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, hey, we're going to hire two men in a truck and gotcha. it's me and David Brand out there carrying whatever. I mean, it was probably a lot of like a for love of the game situation. It was like, hey, where's the pillows? Like, y'all, yeah. y'all grab the bookcase. I'll, I'll, I'll be in behind you here as, yeah. we, as, we, as we move forward. So, yeah. Uh, if you're a member at rebelgrove.com, and I hope you all are, the yes, the uh, – the Aggie Yell Leader stuff is great if you'd like to find a thread on the message board with just idiocy from uh, from the weekend. Is it's, it bad that I've decided that I hate them more than anyone? Oh, you think more than anyone? Mm-hmm. Like anyone nationally. Really? Yes. Because you did kind of just sort of find them funny. They, 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 were the, they were the weird cousin that just sort of yeah. was over there. Like, I think Mississippi State's weird, but they're sort of harmless in a weird way. Um, Alabama's awesome. You can hate them, but you got to kind of tip your hat all the time, right? I mean, they back it up. Yeah, Alabama actually is hard to – they're annoying with yeah. their precision, but they're hard to hate, in my opinion. I don't necessarily hate Alabama. And Auburn's only a cult in the whole War Eagle thing. The rest of it's not really that cultish. The A&M thing is insane. The Yale leaders – I mean, Auburn has you – know, everything else is pretty normal. At Auburn, yeah, 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 sure, yeah. I mean, they War Eagle, hey War Eagle, instead of yeah, we can make some family jokes, but yeah, okay, you don't like say, you know, you don't say Happy New Year, you say War Eagle, and it's just understood that on this particular day, that means Happy New Year. I mean, T, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I mean, look, I know A and M people that are incredibly nice here, but he says putting aside the cult stuff, they're not that bad. Very kind people. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. but how was the play, Mrs. Was the, Lincoln? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, like, what? Do we do? How was your trip to Dallas, Jackie? I mean, did you enjoy the Rice Hotel? And, yeah, Alabama's not harmless. They're actually destroying college football. It's just not necessarily their fault. Um, Well, that's, yeah. That's the important thing to note with Alabama is that, yes, Alabama's absolutely destroying the fabric of the college football game, but it's not their fault. 
it's up to everybody else to figure out how to stop it, but it's not their responsibility to. It's Vanderbilt baseball. It's like telling Darth Vader, hey, you need to destroy the, what was it, what was it called, the Death Star? You should probably destroy the Death Star. It's hurting a lot of. As we've been over this, I'm not a good person to ask because I've never seen a full Star Wars movie all the way through. I'm not either. It's one of the weirder things that I, I know people make fun of me about, but I just, anything in that genre does nothing for me to the point that I don't even give it a chance. Uh, I, look. Yeah, Hardman's right. Auburn cult's kind of like Scientologist. A&M's the drink the punch type of cult. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Flavor right everywhere. I mean, when you're standing there in that stadium at midnight and he's telling these bad jokes and you're like, hoo-ah. No, at some point you got to go, hey, what are we doing? Why Why are we here? This is this is awful. Under the guise of tradition at some point becomes, yeah, hey. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I watched that and I thought, my girls are college age. And if you asked my girls to stand in a football stadium at midnight and do that, they would be like, oh, no. No, no. No, no. No chance. Kyle, thank you for the uh, super chat. He says, I think most schools have outpriced a normal fan. They just assume the poor fan can just watch on TV, hit the like and subscribe button. Amen to all that. We'll get into attendance in a minute, probably in the next segment when we start, because we just kind of ramble for a little while first. But, um, okay. Oh, yeah, making, yeah. Sure, okay. making sure we had good sound. Okay. You don't typically take those off, so it threw me off for a minute there. No, I'm just making sure. I, I, they don't bother me, but I feel like I'm more connected without them on for whatever reason. I, I, there's I something too. about it where I just, I, I don't know. I, I I don't wear them unless I have to. I learned just to kind of listen in case there's I hear something that sounds like we have, might have the beginnings of a problem. For podcast people, not stream people, Neil took his headphones off. And yeah. Threw me off for a uh, for a second. We get Rams Seahawks tomorrow night during hand raise, guys. Yeah. Big uh, big night for that. I've yeah. We're we're so used to the Thursday night game kind of sucking that 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 surprised me as you were reading schedules a little bit there. Well, stun me, and we get Major League Baseball tomorrow. We do. So we'll have we'll have stuff. Red Sox eliminate the Yankees last night. They head to Tampa um, after being six two victors over uh, over New York yesterday. Yeah, both Kyle Schwarber and Anthony Rizzo hit home runs. I, I, Did they really? Yeah, it was a little much. <laughs> you didn't need that necessarily to happen. That no. was not the the thing. Tomorrow oh. night we get Coastal Carolina at Arkansas State, Houston at Tulane. Houston, yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a good NFL. Game. The bloom is off the Tulane rose at this point, and for it's, sure, it's. And I don't think Arkansas State's good enough to challenge Coastal. No. Oh, God, no. I, I feel badly for Tulane because I do think they've got a pretty decent program. And that month away from home has just killed the season. Yeah. I, I think that that devastated them to a point. They probably will not recover at that point. And the American is a little better than maybe we thought going into the year, especially when SMU's 5-0, and some different teams are, yeah. are playing pretty well there. Um, I had this pulled up. Again, I don't know that this necessarily means a ton, but for people that, that like this kind of thing, Ole Miss-Alabama was a top college football game of the weekend. It averaged uh, 4.79 million viewers on CBS. However, it is worth noting that uh, no game cracked 6 million viewers in week four, and then no game cracked 5 million viewers this past weekend. So a little bit of a week-to-week uh, lull there, but that's so game-dependent, different things. That's not necessarily indicative of anything. Um, it was the network's most watched game in week five of the season since 2015. So if you look at a straight calendar, I wonder if there's a reason why this week is different than, yeah. than others and different things. So the most since 2015 from uh, from that standpoint versus last year's 
Texas A&M Alabama game, which was the same weekend on CBS mm-hmm. as this weekend, um, viewership was up uh, 21% and 34%. So huge jumps. Yeah, over, A&M, over Alabama and, uh, and A&M last year. Um, notably, because they always make fun of this, um, the game averaged a 65 share in Birmingham on Saturday. Yeah, just everyone watches. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like yeah. you want. As Cecil Hurt said, "What were on the other thirty-five TVs?" It's like, a fair just, question. What, 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 what are you watching at that point? Um, second for the weekend, Michigan, Wisconsin, drew four point three one on uh, on Fox. That was uh, was up as well over uh, over last season. Let's see. I'm uh, looking for anything else that's just even sort of interesting here. Um, Arkansas, Georgia was a, a cable season high. Um, at 11 o'clock, its largest audience for an 11 a.m. game since 2016. Um, so ESPN ended up with the two largest cable audiences of the season Saturday. Um, that and then primetime Auburn LSU pulling 3.79 million um, from, from. So they had a from, bigger audience for the early game than the late? That is correct, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, that look, out of game day is a huge time slot for it ESPN. It is, for sure. I mean, I know we're having to beat that over people's head because they're, they're so used to the Jefferson Pilot, but it's just a time slot that ESPN loves coming out of game day with an SEC school. So that's a uh, that's a big deal there. Um, I, I thought this was somewhat – I don't know what NBC tries to get out of it. I know there's tons beyond ratings necessarily for this. And, look, Notre Dame pulls good numbers. Don't get me wrong. They have a national fan base. They're never going to fall flat on ratings. Sure. But Cincinnati-Notre Dame should have been a pretty highly watched TV game on Saturday. And it was fine, but it was only fifth for the weekend and pulled 3-8-1 on network. That's that's not some crazy number right there. Cincinnati's not a big name. No. And, and, and the plucky underdog doesn't necessarily TV pull hates you it. in. Yeah. TV hates the plucky underdog. Yeah. Give me the blue bloods. Let's. I mean, if you ask, because I've done this with TV people. Hey, do you guys want upsets in the NCAA tournament? They're like in the first round. Then we need them to get their ass kicked in the second. Well, round. because you don't need the second. You don't. You don't need the second round because then you're eliminating too many schools. Yeah, they want blue yeah. bloods in the Sweet Sixteen. Let's have a cute day too. Two days. Yeah, have four or five cute upsets on the first two days, mm-hmm. and then let's get this thing backwards. But hey, don't beat a two. Okay. We need yeah, they don't want College of Charleston in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. No. They want. UConn and Duke in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, Kentucky pulled 3.06. Fine, nothing crazy. Um, big time up uh, numbers on the weekday games. Virginia, Miami, Maryland, Iowa both pulled positive numbers compared to what typically is in those slots over the uh, over the weekend. And then if you're curious, because we had plenty of game day debate, um, college game day. Had a two point one averaged. Sorry, it actually jumped a little higher this at times, but it averaged two point one six million viewers on Saturday. Its largest audience in the month of October since expanding to three hours in twenty thirteen on uh, on Saturday. No shit. Yeah, and then tripled. It tripled Fox's big noon kickoff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Whatever. A tree falls in the woods, but it also isn't this a marketing issue? Okay, like here, hear, hear me out here. Okay. Sure. I got nothing but time. I know, and again, we'll talk plenty of attendance in a minute, but it's fine. We we talk for a lot every every week. Big noon kickoff sounds like a really dumb marketing problem where nobody, there's no hand raised guys in Fox's studio because your big noon kickoff, despite the fact that 
the the college football world in the time zones that matter start their day at 11 o'clock. ESPN has made it where 11 o'clock is when we start our football. So if you're going to put a if you're going to show on that starts it goes until 11, don't do an Eastern time zone thing. And if you're really going to go to 12 Central, you're an hour late. You're missing the early. Th- you know what I mean? Like either way, you're either marketing incorrectly or you are starting games at the wrong time. Like. Well, they, they call it noon, reason, and then a lot of the Central Time Zone Big Ten teams start at eleven. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're Illinois Central Time Zone, yeah. Purdue Central the, Time most Zone. Most of the SEC and the Big Ten. Well, yeah, college football world. Yeah, in Texas. I like mean, this week. I mean, I mean, draw a Central Time Zone. It's 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 uh, weird, right? Yeah, it's weird, and. It, Game day did such a great job of becoming established as the pregame show that it's kind of it's kind of like throwing up a Kmart next to the Walmart. Good luck. Where you have to do it, but yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, I, I just like I said, it's big noon kickoff, but it's big noon kickoff on the East Coast. Well, great. That really does a lot for most of the country that likes college football. Well, if you're on the West Coast, it's 9 a.m. Yeah. Just kind of stupid. That's all. You ever watched it? I have I mean, I've seen pieces. But, yeah. no, I haven't gone, hey, you know what? 10 o'clock, let's, let's sit down and let's watch us some Fox Big Noon kickoff. No. I have a lot of respect for how Herb Street tries to protect Corso. Yeah. And he clearly does. And he clearly admires the man. But it's painful. I mean, there's no doubt he cares about the man. No He's question. Trying to desperately prop and him I, up as much as he can, and I respect that. But at some point, we got to stop. Yeah, celebrate him, thank him. Doesn't this have to be it? This is the year you go. Hey, you've had a hell of a run, man. When you, I mean, celebrate him and have a montage of all of his headgear yeah, thingies, sure. and do something that's. Memorable and call. Yeah, and bring in the next guy. Yeah. Or don't bring in the next guy. Or don't. Don't try to replace him. Nobody else is going to put a mascot head on. That's over. Yeah. Figure uh, out what the next that's thing his, is. That's, that's his deal. Yeah. Figure out what the next thing is. And he is. made it a deal where everyone waits for it. it. It's kind of the signal that, okay, it's time for football. Time to play. Last thing. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Elephant. Ah. Okay. On. Yeah. I know. We'll talk attendance in a second. First to me about community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We are also brought to you by Joey Erickson at uh, Heron Gear Autoplex. Let him help you find the vehicle you're looking for. At a uh, price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevrolet, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti, or get a great deal on numerous brands of uh, reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give Joey a call or text on his cell at 662-571-2367. Tell him what you're looking for. Or stop by 1685 High Street in Jackson to test drive that new or used vehicle you've been wanting. Let him earn your business. Uh, you can tell him that you heard about this ad on the Oxford Exxon podcast or the Soft Verbal podcast. We're also brought to you by The Rogue. I have um, the visit with Chance Campbell's up from Monday. If you haven't checked that out, please do and hit the hit the like button. It's uh, brought to you by The Rogue. It's your, fine des- it's your destination for fine men's clothing. They're stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. 
From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. Martin Dingman, Peter Millar, their new college collection. It's all there at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. They've got Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They uh, even work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist. I'll have uh, Neil's picks up tomorrow. We all did terribly last week. Chase actually had a winning record. Everybody else was 500 or below. Oh, hell. You were 6-4. and four. Yeah. Hey, well, hey. I know. It's a win. A win's a win when, when you're in my situation. Yeah. Brought to you by Service Specialists with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialists have been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, or more, call Service Specialists. If you're a recent grad without much experience, touch base with them. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Mississippi's a small state. Service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. Prospective employers should look for uh, looking for strong candidates. You should call too. They always have names and resumes ready for your perusal. Six six two eight three two fifty one thirty eight or service specialist ltd dot com. Podcast brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com is the website to go check out the events page, see everything going on this week and every week. Tunes Around Town returning Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. for uh, for that. You can get some takeout, get some dessert, watch three different musical acts around the uh, downtown area in Oxford. Also, double-decker bus tours, 3 and 4 o'clock on Friday. Call for a reservation there. Remember, with an adult ticket, you get $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. That is the Friday of every home football weekend and baseball weekends, uh, as well as other occasions in the spring. So, again, visit OxfordMS.com. So, attendance really has been a topic for a year or more because of the pandemic, because of season ticket percentage, I mean, because of ticket, or sorry, attendance percentages last year. Sorry, I can't talk today, which is a problem when you do a podcast. Um so it's been there for multiple reasons. Obviously, things have been opened up this year, 100% capacity, I guess pretty much everywhere. I'm not aware of anybody who has any kind of capacity issues. No, um, just in schools. But tickets are down everywhere. Season ticket prices are down everywhere. I mean, I had somebody mention this morning that probably need to check this. I could be wrong, but I don't think any SEC schools sold out of their season tickets this year. So I think even in a league that is – always dominating actual and paid attendance. Um, they have struggled to to sell out or to do what they have done in the past. And I understand the thought. Um, and look, if you're just trying to buy a couple tickets to a couple games a year, yes, absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's expensive. It is. But it's not any more expensive relative to what it's ever been. Frankly, it might even be cheaper. I mean, look at Ole Miss. Ole Miss hasn't raised its season ticket prices since two, 2016. So since freezes last year, from a season ticket standpoint, they've done nothing to increase prices. And, I mean, as everybody knows, I just mentioned Visit Oxford. I've got a pretty good beat on what goes on around town. The hotels are cheaper because of the pandemic than they've ever been. So you can make an argument that from a season ticket standpoint, it's actually cheaper than it's been in past seasons to come to games in in, in Oxford. And hotel availability lasted 
hell, it might still be available in some spots. I mean, it did not fill up a year or more in advance like it does in a lot of uh, in a lot of seasons. It it just didn't. Um, you know, Ole Miss threw in. We talked about it on here. I mean, at the time, I think we publicized it a little bit. They had the additional pricing options. They did like the south end zone price thing. That's been the last few years. They've done the, another north end zone option. They've done a lot of season ticket packages to try to make it handy for uh, for Ole Miss fans. Now, face value prices have expanded, but um, a lot of that is matching what the opponent charged the other team the last year. So in, in theory, it, that wouldn't be a price that goes on its own fans who have season ticket options. That would be a, a price for opponents because you want to match whatever your opponent was charging you if it's inside the league. You don't want to necessarily give them a cheaper price than they gave you the year before. I right, got you some hotel options. Yeah, sure. I'm on the Hilton. Okay. Because I'm a Hilton, you know what. Sure. You can get in. this. You still have rooms at the Hilton, I mean, the Hampton Inn Oxford Conference Center. Okay. 448 a night is where it okay. starts. Yeah. True by Hilton Oxford, which is right there the same area. 539 a night. But that's week of now. That's not had you planned at all prior to. No, but I mean, know. but a lot of people can't plan yeah. a year out. The home two suites by Hilton Oxford, six ninety five a night. The Hampton Inn Oxford West four thirty six a night. Get this one: home two suites by Hilton Batesville. <laughs> what is it? Four twenty four a night. <laughs> Hampton Inn Batesville sold out. Hampton Inn New Albany is sold out. Hampton Inn Hernando sold out. And I'm not saying it's cheap. I'm saying it's not any more expensive than it's ever been. And frankly, it might because I mean those those hotel prices. While you're right, and I mean I understand what you're saying. That's not any different than any past season. It's no, always of course been not. like that. Of course not. I guess my point is that it, there are other factors why people are not going to games, and it's not ticket prices. That's just not. I mean, especially with the secondary market being as available as it is, and frankly, tickets being available pretty good on third parties because people don't use a lot of. For you know, for reasons that make tons of sense, people don't necessarily use the official site for tickets a lot of times. So, what I think it, it's more of, you know, I'm not paid off by Ole Miss. I mean, I'm just saying they haven't raised ticket prices. The problems we're seeing are not because of tickets; it's because of other things that are affecting people's ability to go to games or their desire to go to games. I this haven't not bought a ticket to a, a college price. football game in so long that I don't know. Like, but yeah. I, I said this on the board. So the girls want me to come up for. The Coyote Dads weekend in early November. And so I'm going to go. And so I got a hotel room. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, that Embassy Suites in Rogers, the really nice one, is the cheapest one available. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So maybe they something mm-hmm. must be terribly wrong with it, but whatever. I don't know. I, I have no idea what a ticket. I talked to a friend of mine who also has a daughter up there, and he's like, I think I'm going to wait and let them lose a couple of games and let the ticket prices come down, sure. which is probably the smart thing to do. It's what yeah. I'm, I'm going to do as well. Um, but. Look, it's it's. We've talked about this before. I'm trying to come up with a, a a way to make it new. The schools seem frustrated. The coaches are definitely frustrated, and frankly, coaches are really out of touch with with normalcy. It was the great gamble a year ago. It really was not to get on a pandemic thing. But when you shut down the stadiums. And yet you still played the games, and thank God they played them. People couldn't go. And for the first time, a lot of people watched. Mm -hmm. And they liked it. That's the problem. In a nutshell, they liked it. 
it's also not a one-year deal for Ole Miss. It's, it's a three-year deal yeah. because the program started declining in 16. You have probation. You had all those things going on. So people were already bailing on, frankly, the last couple Matt Luke seasons. And because of that, hey, on 18, numbers are down. On 19, numbers are down. Well, suddenly 20 and the numbers plummet from how many people were in the stadium compared to a normal year. Well, that's three years of people going, hey, TV's kind of cool. TV's kind of nice. This is kind of nice. Hey, I'm getting a lot done. All of these different reasons. Or even, hey, maybe it's not that expensive, but maybe I still want to take that 300 bucks and go spend it on this or that or whatever else people are spending money on in their lives. There's well, all those different things. The fall, as you move into the fall, the closer yeah. you get to the holidays. If you've got kids, the closer you are to Christmas. I mean, look, you've – I saw someone in the thread, they were making some jokes about Tennessee next weekend having a concert and all that stuff. If you want to make it entertaining, you better throw some things in there. You, you're going to have to get gimmicky, and that's hard to do. Well, you just better win. Above all else, well, yeah. you better win. Yeah. But no, nothing substitutes for winning. Alabama's winning, and they're not full. Frankly, they're almost winning so much that it's gotten boring. Could they be. don't even appreciate the winning but anymore. They watch on television. Yeah. Also, your dedicated season ticket holders for the you know the, the ones that are paying every year, no matter what, whatever. There, if you're going to have a subsect that is more worried about the pandemic, still, it's that group. It's the older people. They're going to sure. be more willing to not. I mean, there's there's so many different reasons why it is what it is. And it's a it's it's an interesting spot as we get into these next five, ten, fifteen years of college athletics because. You know, the TV money, I don't know if it offsets the loss. The increased TV money, I don't know if that's offsetting the loss from tickets. I have no idea of what a total revenue looks like from that. Um, Ole, Miss, you know, Ole Miss, every SEC school is about to get even more money when Texas and Oklahoma jump in. Mm-hmm. That's going to offset it a little more. Essentially, you're going to have to figure out how much – Attendance and season tickets matter. Um, what you can do to, to just elevate that as much as possible. I don't know if there's a huge turn as far as making it where it is like it used to be. I mean, I know I, I, I'm never going to – I mean, Neil and I always talk about this. You never say always and never. But, right, too big a word. But at the same time, right now, it looks like it's definitely moving in one direction on the bell curve. But the other side of this is that it's not monopoly money. Every school in the SEC is paying coaches more and mm-hmm. more and more. I mean, because I mean, we yesterday we had a conversation about Lane Kiffin, and not to get back on that horse, but I mean, seven, eight million at some point. Like if he wins, what what, what are sure. you paying him? What are you paying all the assistants to come in? How sure. are you doing that? What are you doing whatever too? So it's in some ways, I think it's not even necessarily. I mean, it is frustration because I think everybody wants full stadiums. Lane's asking people to come. The whole deal. Old Mrs. marking it. Keith Carter sends out an email right after the Tulane game asking for season tickets to be purchasing, and some of that's just marketing and good and whatever. But point being, money falls, attendance falls, nobody shows up, but yet prices are still only going up. And how do you offset that? What does that look like? And I I don't know the answer, but the point is that that keeps happening, and this number keeps falling, and this number keeps going up. Well, at some point, the industry has a redirect there, or those schools that, frankly, have a lot more money than even Ole Miss – are at a more relative advantage than they even are right now. Does that make sense? Yeah. The answer long-term, I think, at a place like Ole Miss or a place like anywhere Mm -hmm. is when you redo your stadium, you follow the NFL model, you make it smaller, and you fill it with amenities. Well, 100%. No, That's the answer. The question is just how and when do you pull the Band-Aid there. 
as soon as you can. I mean, that's which is uh, not now. No. But a, they've got everything earmarked in this four hundred million dollar ca- campaign they've got coming up, and B, it, and it's a little bit of an underrated one. They're still paying a lot of money for the pavilion for the next ten years. I know. It's one we never really talk about much, but I mean, the pavilion doesn't pay for itself. That wasn't just hey, it's built and now that's over. I mean, there's there's a there's a pretty good bit a bit, a bit left there. <laughs> I'm not taking Hardman has no idea that that's bait. He means it as a compliment, but I, I, I won't I won't bite. Oh. <laughs> Boy, I could chomp into that one. Goodness gracious, alive. Yeah, I, I might even be the one of the two of us having a harder time right now. Um, mm. I'm almost, I'm literally salivating it, biting into that. You might have to talk for a minute, honestly. I'm, I'm... Mm. Mm. <laughs> do, we any, do we have any commercials recorded where we just hit a button and come back? I'm just going to tell you real quick. I've got a mailbag up on the site. Um, boy. <laughs> Hardman, you didn't mean to do it, I, and I, you're innocent. But. You have no idea the kind of worm mm, you just opened right there, boy. Uh, mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got a. Oh boy, I mean, it's really difficult to not talk. It really is. It is. Um, mm. No, I know you didn't. No, you had no idea. Oh, Hardman, no, absolutely. I don't want you to feel bad at all. You did. You did nothing wrong. You yeah. nope, nope, nope. You you meant it as a compliment. We appreciate it very much. If you only knew. Uh, no, Ole Miss. I think in a perfect world, you're a fifty thousand seat stadium, fifty five at the absolute largest, with 50. tons of amenities and and and, and baseball type seating. Yes, it's fifty throughout the stadium. Yes, no bad seats. The North Carolina model with better amenities. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's what I think. Uh, I have a mailbag up at the site. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. I'm just reading a couple of ads, guys, because otherwise I'm going to talk and I don't need to. Grenada Nissan. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Uh, if you're looking for a Nissan vehicle, I highly recommend you go there. It's right off Interstate 55. Gene and Sandy Grass and all the people there at Grenada Nissan have been great to us over the years. So uh, if you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. Again, GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Okay. Um, kind of lost our attendance thought. But anyway, now look, that's what it should look like. It should be it should be 50,000, 55,000. I mean, we, we talked about this a couple months ago. I mean, even kind of joked with Keith about it a little bit. But Again, they've got a capital campaign that hasn't started yet that I think is somewhere around four hundred million, something like that. And yeah. it's pretty much all been what's what's in that's been allocated. So you're talking about another how many ever period of time at the earliest. But I mean I think the pro- pavilion is prohibitive. I think that it's just not in a position for that. They've got to do the best they can for the considerable amount of time and that you hope that you can find I don't know. This is a good question. I, I don't know the answer here. I'm trying, and I really didn't. I didn't prep this thought, so I'm just sort of workshopping it as I say it. Maybe the TV money is where it's not as big of a deal what the attendance is. Maybe you can maximize premium seating. Maybe you can make enough revenue and the increases in other places where it's whatever. Maybe that's true. On the flip side. Are you worried about just losing fans in general? 
Is that more? Yeah. Is that more yeah. the problem? Is that when they don't go to games, they're a little less motivated. They're a little less yeah. invested. When they don't do this, they're a little less invested. Yeah. Frankly, when they don't give money in any semblance to the school, they're a little less invested. Yeah. And over time, do you just worry about fan base dwindling from an overall engagement Everywhere. standpoint? Yeah. Whatever that looks like. I'm yeah. talking about clothing. I'm talking about everything. Yeah all the tributaries and tentacles that come off of that. All right. I've talked to you about this before. You've not experienced this yet because your daughter is still really young. Was she five still? Yes. Okay. Carson turned 15 on Monday. And over the last several years, as he's gotten really into competitive soccer, and now he's playing at a pretty high level with this team that he's playing with, he has these weekends – like the last two, he had a tournament in Brandon, and then he had league games in Brandon last weekend, okay? So I'm using Brandon, Mississippi as an example. It's the first time I'd ever been to Brandon was two weeks ago. Yeah, sure. Um, this is not about Brandon, by the way. It's just using it as an example because I'm going to guess there are tons of Brandons all over the country, right? Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> so we pull up at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning for a uh, football weekend. Uh, Ole Miss had the weekend off. Mississippi State was playing LSU at home. Uh, all those games, okay? It was that weekend. And we pull up his game at 8. So we pull in there like 7.05. And Chase, off to the right is this baseball complex. Mm-hmm. All sorts of fields, from the little fields to bigger fields, you know. And then to the left is this mass of soccer fields. Okay. They're all full. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, all those kids have parents. Typically, yeah. And as, as a rule, because of the sperm and the egg and the thing. Yeah. And they all have parents. And so all those I kept I always do this. And I've told, I told you this before. I asked myself, so <laughs> I asked myself, well, all these people 10 years ago before this thing was such an industry, did they go to games? You think it's more? You think so? Now? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you really? Oh, yeah, it grows every year. It grows every year. Really? Yeah, okay. it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. This I is mean, a, we obviously had travel baseball and stuff in the summer. But so it's I don't huge know. now. I mean, well, because the fall wasn't as big. Yeah, it's true. The fall is more is busier now yeah, than it was 10 Five years ago. years ago, you didn't see all the fall. Especially baseball. in the South because it just wasn't as big as a sport. Now baseball's ago. year-round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soccer's right. year-round. Softball's year-round. Well, there's more, there's more money money football. Than yeah. 10 years ago. But I mean, I'm just thinking about these sports that I see with my yeah. own two eyes week after week after week. And I think, well, those people aren't going to Starkville today. Those people aren't going to Oxford today. I wonder if in a different life they would have gone to college football games. Mm-hmm. And now you can't. And so you're spending your money on that. There's a lot of that. I think this is just so many things. I just think culturally there's been a change. I, I just think there's, and especially when, you know, when we were, when I was younger, hell, when I was covering Auburn, every game wasn't on TV. I mean, you, you know, people make fun of the JP game, but you were glad when your team played on JP because you got to see them. As a kid growing up in Louisiana, I mean, you know, you didn't, every LSU game wasn't on television. And so sometimes people would pay the forty nine ninety five for the pay per view. Mm-hmm. You, oh, yeah, you had to yeah. pay to watch television. I remember that. Yeah, and I mean there were some people that you'd had to, you'd pay to listen to a radio broadcast. It's just such a different world now. It's so readily available. 
that I just think it's changed. And you throw in some inconveniences and people go, I'm, I'm out. Well, it's look, it's it's a slow thing, but it's to your topic. It's the topic we just had a minute ago. The unlimited access to all the games being televised is frankly what really the death of this is. Now, other things have made it worse. The pandemic quickened it. Prices in some ways have quickened it for the people who's just trying to buy the tickets. Frankly, look, here's the thing, too. And now, look, we're talking to a lot of people who are pretty hardcore. Our message board is certainly the most hardcore of fans. Yeah, of course. But the average person who just goes, hey, I sort of like that team, but I couldn't tell you who the strong safety is, they don't even really probably know there are a lot of ticket options beyond the single-game ticket through the university. They're not even going to understand all those different concepts. So they see the $90 or $100 or whatever it is. I don't know. Even though that's geared up for very specific reasons that make sense. Well, and we know this because we have these analytics. Yeah. We know who listens to our podcast and where they're from, and yeah, we get big audiences. Now, this is this humble brag, so deal with it. Okay. But it's true. We get big audiences in Nashville, yeah, in Atlanta, yeah, in Dallas, and Houston. Yeah, those are the those are the four extremely large metropolitan areas that we grow. Okay, so if you live from. in Houston, mm-hmm. you're not driving to Oxford for the day of the game and driving back. It's yeah. not like if you live in Madison. Yeah, you can run up. Like Saturday, the game's at 11. You want to be in on campus by 9, right? You could leave at 6.30. It's a little inconvenient, but you could come, and the game's going to be over at 3. You could go get a bite to eat. You could still leave at 5, and you're back home in time to watch the night game. Sure. But if you live in Dallas, that's not an option. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. And then it's, it's, it's time-consuming. And if, if the game's available on HD on your 82-inch screen in your living room in suburban Irving or – Plano or whatever, yeah. well, it, it's an easy choice, man. It's a it's a simple choice. Well, that was kind of the point I was making was that it's that your game is on TV now versus before. Hey, if I want to watch the game, I got to go to the stadium. Yeah, I got to go. That's where I got to be. I got to you know even some teams somewhere on pay per view. Some you know occasionally you had the national game, but most of them just weren't on TV at all. So I had to go. So that's changed a ton over the course over the course of, of time. And then two. It's not just that your game is on. It's that if no games are on or just the one game is on, okay, that's even better. But if there's a huge college football slate, there's a lot of fans that go, yeah, I could afford it and I could go to Ole Miss, but I really want to watch Alabama Georgia. I want to watch LSU-Auburn. It's the totality of the college football landscape being on television well, I mean, look at, that is harmed to Look at this weekend. Let's say you're a big Ole Miss fan, but it's a little inconvenient to come to the game, right? Mm-hmm. Put two TVs in your living room. You kind of, for whatever reason, you kind of want to keep an eye on Texas, Oklahoma. For whatever reason, you want to watch the big three o'clock game between Iowa and Penn State. It's three versus four. For whatever yeah. reason, you're into it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, if you go to Vault Hemingway, it's going to be tough to do all that. Mm-hmm. If you stay at home in your living room, you can watch every play of Ole Miss, Arkansas, every single snap. Yeah. You can hit the pause button, you can catch back up. As long as you're not following along on Twitter, nobody ever knows. No. The line to the restroom is zero. You don't have to pay for parking. The game's at 11. You could sleep till 10. I mean, it's just different. It's a different world. I and mean, For the universities, it's a challenge. And two things have happened. One's the SEC Network, which is the best thing that's ever happened to them in many, many ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the other sports, like Matt Mott was talking about this the other day. I wrote about this. I, I put it up on the site. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a game changer. It's made... These SEC soccer programs? All top 25 programs. National powers. Yeah, right. 
Now, Matt's done a great job at Ole Miss, yeah, don't sure. get me wrong, and they've they've made it fun and people go to the games. And, by the way, they played South Carolina tomorrow at 6. Yeah. Um, look at us. We're promoting. <laughs> I mean. For free. For free, oh. yeah. No, no incentive. People helping people. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, but, you know, that. but on the flip side, it's made it where it's – I think you're you you've got to be more creative. I think you've got to be more promotional in how you get people to the games. Like I, I don't know if the people are joking or not. Tennessee having a concert or something. Morgan, somebody. I, I, I'm. I don't listen to a lot of music. Morgan Wallen is is going to play or something. Sounds I don't. Good. I don't. It beats me. And maybe the people are joking. I don't know. But, but no, I, you put concerts on Friday night. You put. Whatever on Friday night, you you promote the other sporting events better. You I mean, do you put whatever. A, I mean, I'm putting a concert in the damn parking yeah, lot. I'm not going to a football game. I'm going to a weekend. <clears throat> Key difference, huge difference. I'm not going to a football game. I'm going to a weekend. Football game is my pinnacle of it. Yeah, but that's not yeah. all I'm doing. No, no, I get to choose concert or dinner. Or I get to do this. No, I'm doing this. Yeah. Hey, hun, we're getting, and you're going to be able to do this and this and this, and, and that's hard. And I'm not in that. I'm not in that world. But if I were, if that's I why Grove Bowl baseball get crowds are huge. It's why double decker weekends are yeah, huge. There's it's, stuff. It's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're spending and, the whole weekend. And so if I'm in that room, I mean, we joke about the hand raise guy. I'm like, hey, is there any? Is there an act we could bring to the parking lot? Whatever. What, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Where could we put something? How do we? And every little bitty thing helps a little bit. Every little extra event gets a couple other people. I mean, you know, I I, I talked about it a minute ago. I mean, look, is there going to be 400 people do it on the square Friday night? No, but Visit Oxford does tunes around town because people walk around and watch it. That's why you do it. Because yeah, it works. Sure. You just have other stuff. Yeah. Just things. And frankly, they're able to do that because Ole Miss doesn't have some big concert on Friday night. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, that's because there is a gap in Friday night, what's going on around sure. a football weekend. Sure. So... I'm I'm bringing concerts to campus, and people. Yeah. I'm sure someone's listening to it. And go if you only knew. Well, and then two, they now can do alcohol, which was huge, and then obviously COVID protocols had to loosen. So both those things fine. You're good now. My point yeah. being, they've probably had a rough time with that until the last uh, the last period of time. So, but I mean, they weren't doing it before either. No, but they had alcohol. Ability. And look, we can say this. Yeah. For some of the reasons Hardman didn't even mean to mention. Um, did a terrible job during the freeze years and the 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 end of the freeze years, yeah, yeah. the Luke years. It was it was terrible. Sorry, but it was. It was a disservice that whole deal. Frankly, it was a disservice to Matt. It was a disservice to the fan base. It was a disservice to so many people to let such a small group of people dictate such a big decision. On the ends, on the on the heels of an NCAA oh, okay. thing, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it was. It was was a mistake and you lost fans mm-hmm. and getting people back is very hard yeah we've seen that across the sports landscape baseball I mean, everything I mean, well i'm reading about it like with the cubs right now yeah. right you know they, they they tanked this one year and everybody's like okay i'm gonna give you this one shot mm-hmm. but i'm not coming back yeah you get one you get one and then you know if three four years later you say hey we're gonna compete again yeah i've kind of moved on People move on. There's just so many options now. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Sparks. If you're not going to the game. You're going to need really good internet to make sure you stream everything effectively. You can get that with Northeast Spark, Ignite, 100 Mbps package, or the Blaze. It's what we prefer. It's in the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home. It's one gig. 
They're your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband, nespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So call the office for details again, 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about traveling, maybe you're already kind of thinking about a holiday, talk about hotel expenses and stuff. If you're thinking about a holiday uh, trip, thinking about doing something already for next summer, and a lot of people are taking advantage of some prices now for next summer, get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters, give him a budget, let him give you options, and uh, know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Also brought to you by Pinnacle. Um, Pinnacle is based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. Founded in 1997, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and so much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So uh, get in touch with them. Go to my pinwealth.com m-y-p-i-n-n wealth.com and uh, tell them you heard about it on the podcast we are also brought to you by the college corner we'll have a soft verbal sometime later this week it's your one-stop rebel shop two locations in the jackson area in ridgeland it's next to fleet feet in flowwood it's next to half shell if you don't live in jackson it's okay go to collegecornerstore.com plus you can find them on facebook and instagram Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of uh, Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We'll have hand-raised guys tomorrow night. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great services and products. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or that area, call 662 429-4429. 429-4429. And we're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons is 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more, Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com. That's L-A-M-M-O-N-S, FineJewelry.com. Or call them at 662-234-2777. Still have time to get your catering orders in from Johnston Hill Creamery for this weekend. You just need 24 hours notice to have it delivered right there to your spot in the Grove, the Circle, wherever you're tailgating this weekend for Ole Miss and Arkansas. Artisanal cheese trays, charcuterie trays, and much, much more, including sandwiches, desserts, buttermilk hand pies, cannoli, blackberry cheese bars, and Plenty extra accompaniments, including uh, pepper jelly, spiced honey, feta dip, and more. So, again, 662-419-9201. Email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. And, again, 24 hours notice, and they'll take care of you and get it to you right there in the Grove. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it looks like A&M people are checking out pretty good. I kind of saw that, too. The numbers <laughs> way uh, way down on a, on a stream over there. Um, Did they do a video after the game? Did our boys do a video? There are some videos. They're not on the field, but they do appear to have some videos. Yeah, were they were they epic? Were they I good? I have not watched them. I'm, 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 they they were not watched by many people at all. I mean, we're talking not. It's in the it's in the three digits, not the four digits on their on their views. Oh God, I mean, it's it's down. Um, 
their watch along has a lot of views, and God knows what that was like. But I actually might go watch a little of the, the watch along at certain points of the game. I'd it, like to see that. Ross had a chance to tell his side of the his story. side of the story about what happened. I bet the Colts. How much of this is on him over there? The football team? Just in general. I mean, I, I don't know. Not much. I mean, is he catching heat at all, you think? No. But, I mean, he extended Jimbo's contract for reasons beyond my comprehension. Well, he went 10 and 1 in a pandemic year. Yeah, but. I'm making a joke. Could have waited a year. I think. Well, everybody could always wait a year. Everybody's too damn quick with that. Yeah. Always. It's almost become like this industry standard now. And it's well, stupid. he was he was fearful that LSU was going to pluck Jimbo away. Okay. And they still might, for what Jimbo it's worth. Jimbo has never looked older offensively. Yeah, if you're LSU, are you even considering Jimbo Fisher It looks today? like less miles right now. I'm good. No thanks. I mean. Without the extracurricular. Mississippi State. And I know Calzada's not good. I get it. But let's not act like Haynes King was about to light up the free world. Well, and let's also not act like Zach Calzada was some third-team kid at Tyler East that you just brought in. I mean, <laughs> he does have some arm talent. The dude can zip the ball. And yet, I mean, it's, the whole this is all Calzada's fault is, frankly, for me, that that's almost offensive when you do that to a kid. No, it's effing not. It's on Jimbo. And you got to make it work. I mean, Eric well, you're the guy, recruiting, you you're the guy recruiting quarterbacks, and you're the guy developing quarterbacks. Are you going to blame the kid? And he's not gotten any better. He looks just as rattled today as he did against Colorado. Frankly, he looked better against Colorado late. Had a couple kind of gutty drives there late against Colorado. Look, how old's Jimbo Fisher? So I got a theory. Okay. What's your theory? I mean, you know how old he is, give or take. Mid, so. Mid-50s? 55. 50, nailed it. Show me a 55-year-old guy who starts to really put the weight on, and one of two things happen. Okay. He's either gotten really content and said, to have F with it. Okay. I'm done. I did everything I could do. Okay. I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Or his life's falling apart. One or the other. So he's got major issues or he's resting on his laurels. Yep. Jimbo doesn't look like he's been hitting the gym very much. No. So he's either resting on his laurels or life's falling apart. Neither way, it's not particularly good for a football coach. I mean, just just straight energy, being around kids. Yeah, I mean, everything that goes along with that. I mean, there is a certain thing. I mean, I mean, I mean getting in shape. I mean, all like what about Lane? I mean, even... Yeah, funny, had a, you know, look like a snake that swallowed something, all that kind of stuff. But you just feel better. I mean, you got a lot of crap to do every day. Mm-hmm. High stress. I mean, you want to yeah. you want to fix the variables you can fix. I mean, I'm not the picture of health, don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah. but I feel a lot better after I get done with that 45-minute tomato ride. Well, sure, of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm cursing my existence midway through it. but Get pumping a little bit, though. Yeah. Get a little energy going. Just a thought. Jimbo's been doing this a while. This is a it's a young man's game. Talk to some coaches. They'll tell you that more and more. Young man's game. 
that's why, in some ways, the biggest mistake for Urban Meyer was just coming back, period. Just stop. Look how old he looks. You're good. Yeah, just go count your money. Do the Fox thing. You were actually fairly good at it. You probably could have gotten really good at it over time. Well, they weren't going to fire you. Oh, God, no. And today, you wouldn't be the center of the news. Yeah, and, and you do big noon, whatever it's called. Kickoff. And at when the show's over, you're done. You might even go replace Corso. They might even grab you when Who knows? he hangs it up and you but go you work never, for you're not day. losing, and you don't have to watch film all week. Well, you talk to a couple of coaches and yuck it yeah, up. Yeah, and go yeah, you watch day. a little bit of film on your pre-show things that you don't sound like a complete idiot. And that's it. But you won national championships at multiple places. Just go away. Instead, you've ruined yourself now. Yesterday, Meyer, 57, by the way. He's two years older than Jimbo. Um, actually, and he I, looks like raw hell. Yeah, he yeah he looks does. terrible. He says, I made a comment when I got here about the logo and about an owner who wants to win the worst way. Meyer said on his radio show yesterday in Jacksonville, that's one of the reasons I came here. I just admire that guy so much, and so that makes me so angry at myself that I lived that, that I believed that, and that I failed, and I've got to get the trust and respect back, and I will. Get it, hold on, get it back? When have you had it, Urban? When when did we earn that trust to begin with? Look, here's the deal in an NFL locker room. Yeah, sure. NFL people hate one thing more than anything. Distraction. Distraction. A lot more than what he is or is not doing with his personal life. They couldn't get two crafts. They don't care what he's doing. (laughs) No. But don't let it get public. Yeah. Don't we're now here. now reporters are coming in here and we're already in a pissed off mood anyway because we suck. Yeah, we're in a rebuild with a rookie quarterback. We're already having to answer questions about that, and now we got to answer questions about you. No, they don't want to do that. They want to talk about the Titans this week. See the coach next year in Jacksonville? No. You don't think so? I think it's one and done. Yeah, I'm not sure he makes it through the rest of this season. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Ole Miss Banker's calling me out on this. Look, they're exceptions. Sam's just a big dude. Just It's just a theory. That's all it is. But even Sam would feel better with 30 pounds less. Yeah, I mean, so it doesn't make us wrong. It just yeah, means he's Sam, handling it. Sam would have a lot more energy if he dropped 50 pounds. Yeah. Supposedly, he jogs every day, which oh, really? makes you wonder, like, what the hell are you eating? Might have just killed his metabolism at some point. Yeah. Got some hormone. I mean, who knows? I mean, Sam, Sam Pittman could have hormone deficiencies for all I know. I, I mean, have no none idea. of my business. Yeah. Well, there's exceptions to every rule. Yeah. Not everybody can. And so if you're out there and you're a big guy and you're offended by that, I'm really sorry. I'm a big guy, too. I'm, I'm fat, so I get it. But it is what it is. I'd have a lot more energy 20 pounds lighter. I think Aaron Boone's back in New York next year. He said, we'll see when I ask you. Probably not. His, his contract's up at the end of the season. If I were him, I'd want out of there. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd want to go someplace. He's a good manager. I haven't had any conversations about my contract with anyone, so we'll see. I love being here. I love going to work with this group of players. Love following the uh... – Boone noted the increased competition in the rest of the AL. The league has closed the gap on us. We've got to get better in every aspect because it's not just the Red Sox and the Astros – Look at the division. The Raves are a beast. Toronto, there's some teams in the Central that are better and better teams in the West that are better and better teams that have closed the gap on us. Well, the Yankees have spent a lot of money on older players and baseball skewing younger and younger and younger by the day. Just trims that window down to... I mean, Garrett Cole... He was bad last night. Yeah. You got to have a... Look at the Rays, right? They have all these young dudes in their 20s that are throwing 100 miles an hour. 
kind of a media thing there, but fans can can read it and enjoy it too. Passan still got his fastball. He wrote a really good gamer out of New out of out of Red Sox. One Yankees of the best night. baseball writers that's ever lived. Yeah, he was. He's phenomenal. Um, I just kind of I saw his name and clicked strictly because it was his name. I sure. didn't really need to read the article at all. I didn't care, but I, I did that. He was he was. Did good. you watch any of it? A little. Um, yeah. I didn't watch anything this last night really, but yeah, it was on. Just I listened to some of it driving back from Tupelo. It sounded like playoff baseball. And that was cool. No, yeah. that was good. It, and, and that's kind of what Passan wrote about was there's no asterisk last year on the Dodgers title, but this is playoff baseball. Right. This is what. There's no asterisk, but there kind of is. Yeah, you did not win it in this environment. That, yeah. That whatever. No, it's fun to see Fenway packed like that. I, it made me a little more excited for the baseball playoffs in general. Sure. I think it did that. For sure. damn sure, um, it was good. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm in. I think that's 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 fair. Uh, let's see, what do we have today? We've got the other wild card game. We have the St. Louis Cardinals and the L.A. Dodgers. That is at seven o'clock. Man, I have cheered for the Dodgers so TBS. much in my life. I, I'm a lifelong Dodger fan <laughs> since today. <laughs> Love them. Mm. <laughs> The, the blue. Thing. Oh man! I, mean, I see that Dodger blue, and it just things move. <laughs> Seager and what's the pitching match? Scherzer and Scherzer and Wainwright. Oh, it's good. There's not a Cardinal I hate more than Adam Wainwright. Like ever? No, come on. No, not ever. Who's the most hated Cardinal ever? <sighs> Molina, way up there. Um, I wasn't a big Jim Edmonds guy until he came to the Cubs. And then I was like, eh, okay. And then he went back to the Cardinals, and I'm like, okay. Um, a couple of Chris Carpenter, pitcher. Really? Yeah, I didn't like him at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would never have guessed that had you told me to start guessing people. Okay. When Tommy Fan was a Cardinal, I hated him. You hated Tommy Fan? Mm-hmm. Why? Because he wore that stupid uniform. He's like the most nondescript. I just didn't ever. like him at all. Okay. Who was the guy? Oh, uh, one of my favorite Cub Cardinal memories, actually, was the day it was John Lester was pitching for the Cubs. And Tim McCarver, who I think's just awful mm-hmm. these days, I think you he's do. really just just resting on his laurels. Speaking of, you do. He's talking about how there's just no way that Lester would throw to first, and then Lester literally ten seconds later picks the runner off first base. It was I loved. That was like a great. That did it for you. Things moved. Yeah, I don't like Bader. Okay, he's clearly taking steroids. Uh. Thursday is when it kind of kicks up. You've got uh, Red Sox Rays on Thursday. You've got uh, White Sox Astros on Thursday. And then the NL teams beginning on Friday. So Friday is when everybody plays. Game twos and game ones all yeah. going on there. On, uh, it's like on four Friday. games Friday. Braves, Brewers, and then the winner against the uh, San Francisco Giants in what should be a hell of a series. So You're Giants. assuming the Giants beat the Dodgers or, or, or Cardinals? Um, I'm just saying, I think, well, I mean, if the Cardinals get into the damn playoffs, they're going to be good because they're in the playoffs. So, yeah, either yeah. way, the Giants-Cardinals or Giants-Dodgers will be a good series. Um, 
I, I used to be a Braves fan. I follow them, but I it's not fair for me to say I still am. I, I don't follow it. Grind says so. You still like you like Pujols? I, I can tell you this: that if if the baseball gods came down tonight and said, Neil, you can draw it up tonight, I'd say, oh, really? I get to do it? Yeah. It would be seven four Cardinals going to the ninth. Two outs, nobody on for the Dodgers. A pass ball would get past Molina. He'll let a runner reach. Then there'd be an two errors. Pujols would pinch hit for the Dodgers and hit a grand slam. If you absolutely could pick. Because you get the Molina defensive error. Yes. <laughs> two errors by the team that plays supposedly such great baseball. And then uh, Pujols would hit one. Out of ravine. Just out of the canyon. Yeah. Okay. And I would... <laughs> Be very happy. Oh, just, <laughs> just the thought of it. Okay. Uh, yeah i I don't know that this is what did it. I don't really know why it stopped when it stopped. But I have not been what I would consider a hardcore fan since the infield fly game, whatever year that was, two thousand eleven, I guess maybe. Oh, it's like been that. a long time. Yeah, it's been really that long since I've been. I mean, dialed in. I mean, I will know the Braves record before I'll know anybody else's. But it's 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 sidewalk fan at this point. I don't like, in, fair, in all seriousness, I don't like the one-game wildcard playoff. I know it's good for the sport, but I don't like it. Like, two out of three. Cardinal fans in this thread will disagree. The Dodgers won 106 games. Frankly, I just like the one wildcard team. Let them in and let them go play the series. Go play. Yeah. yeah. Let the other team get home field, and, and you get to you have to play the one seed, but you're, you're in. And they did I it because it. it keeps more suspense in October, I, I, I and I get it. that. But And I think they're going to win this on this new – when they do a new labor deal, because the labor yeah. deal expires at the end of the World Series, yeah, I think they're going to expand the playoffs. Do you really? I do. Okay, and I, I like it and hate it. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. Head to the website and see gallery view, list view. Let them uh, give you an agent to talk to, whether it be O'Keefe Graham, Clay DeWeese, or their team of associates to help you with the buy side or the sell side of finding a home here in the Oxford area. I've used them multiple times, and you should give them a shot as well. So, again, that is nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. Blue Delta Jeans makes the most best-fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they're uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom-fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, one-size-fits-one at bluedeltajeans.com. Uh, go to their site, and you can get to their virtual tailor, and um, you can design your jeans and be fitted in just a couple minutes, and you'll be looking uh, fantastic for the holiday season. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove at uh, checkout, and you get ten percent off your uh, purchase at BlueDeltaJeans dot com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate's based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates that utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Village at Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of Class A restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space, along with roughly 75 zero-lot line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. If you want to learn more about it, Go to uh, call Sam and BB at 601-586-3220. We're also brought to you by ACS. They're a complete electrical control system solution provider. 
and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software design packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. The Grove be open this weekend, again in two weeks for LSU, three times in November. You want to make sure you've got Game Changer patch ready for your big weekend. It's the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter uh, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 25% off your entire purchase. Speaking of the Grove, tailgating wide open this weekend. You want to make sure that you are uh, tailgating in style. Get in touch with 7 South Tailgating, 662-321-1682 or 7SouthTailgating.com. Also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to uh, DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout, get 25% off your entire order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Same promo code at MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Muddy Water Camo, get a 35% discount when you enter promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. All sorts of new uh, camo apparel, apparel, including the Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel as well. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network. It's free to use. Um, there's no third party. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. So there's no juice. Over time, that makes saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Sign up today at bet.brothrow.com backslash mpw. And we will have – I'll start taping today for uh, the MPW Digital pregame show, previewing Arkansas at Ole Miss. It's brought to you by Walk-On's Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave coming soon in November. Walk-on Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford. Mentioned uh, Rams, Seahawks tomorrow. Line movement pretty good on here. The Rams open as a one-point favorite. Heavy money on L.A. It's moved all the way up to minus two and a half as of right now. So uh, about a point and a half movement. On Seattle coming off a big win. Yeah. Um, odd chart predicting Seattle to win the game. What are the other games worth. this week? You got um, NFL schedule. Yeah, sure. We've got, uh, let's see, we've got Rams, Seahawks. Our got a London game this week. It's Jets and Falcons. Mm. Falcons three point favorites in that one. Woof. Our noon games: Pats and Texans. Woof. Yeah. Um, Lions and Vikings. Woof. Woof. Saints are in Washington to play the football team. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Saints minus two on your line there on the road. Okay. Uh, Miami and Tampa Bay. It's not bad. Uh, Tampa Bay by ten on the line here. It's a huge NFL line. That's that a game. big line. Green Bay, Cincinnati. Oh. You're in. That was the one we were supposed to go to. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bengals getting three in that one. Denver and Pittsburgh this week. Uh, Philadelphia and Carolina is this week. Tennessee and Jacksonville. Not a great early slate. Not much that stuck out to me there. Frankly, Packers Bengals the most interesting game at least to me in that. That's slate. a good game. Yeah, that's probably the most interesting slate. 
Uh, Bears. I'm legitimately getting into the Bengals a little bit. Are you really? They're kind of fun. They're no, they're they're very fun. Yeah, you, you get some dudes. You get you you get a receiver and a quarterback, and they're they're kind of fun. Mixon's a good back. Yeah, they're 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 young up front. He's kind of overcome all his past stuff. Yeah, a little bit. yeah. Uh, Bears, uh, Raiders at three o'clock. Okay. Uh, Chargers Browns is fun on oh, Saturday. That's a good game. That's in L.A. Herbert and Mayfield gonna yeah. throw it around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty uh, Niners and Cardinals on Saturday. Oh, that's a good game. That's gonna be a slobber knocker right there. That's got that's got. Yeah, you get an NFC West weekend, even though one's on Thursday of Rams, Seahawks, Forty Niners, Cardinals. I mean, Kyler Murray looking the part. He's the MVP favorite right now in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's the favorite. Uh, Giants and Cowboys at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. This is where the Cowboys look. I apologize good. in advance for how much of the country is going to see that damn game. Giants because Cowboys. it's Giants Cowboys from a map standpoint. I haven't gone over to FO at five hundred nine Sports or whatever it's called, but it's going to be like half the damn country watching that game. That's still one of those when those two uniforms are on the field, people are like, "Ooh, football!" And then we get a game on Sunday night. We get the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs on oh. Sunday night. In yeah, what's Bills, the Monday Chiefs. night game? Uh, Colts Ravens. Eh. And then next week we go back to our bad Thursday night games. We get Bucks Eagles next Thursday night. Oof. So, yeah, there's some good games. Great Sunday night game. Great Thursday night game. So, primetime game's pretty good overall. Oh, so. Garoppolo's out, according to Jason Peeps. That uh, means they're going with the kid, Nance. Oh, Lance. Lance. Yeah. yeah. He's not quite ready, I don't think. So, like Arizona to get to 5-0. Which means they'll lose. Because it's the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Bills are fun. I like the Bills. Oh, for sure. The Bills are a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, Dawson Knox even scores touchdowns now. Is that allowed? He can catch the ball in the end zone. Hmm. Some bitch. Is that allowed in the college game? Can you throw it to the tight end in college? I mean, look, I've got a lot of really dumb, crazy stats that are my favorites, but the fact that Laramie Tunzel had more career touchdowns than Dawson Knox is is one of my favorites. But I ask you a question. Are you allowed to throw to the tight end in the end zone in college? Uh, is, that a, is that a penalty? The refs typically do not call it. You can get away with it. Oh, so, but it yeah. is a rule. Oh, yeah, of course. You can't do it. No, no, okay. no. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. I just want to make sure. No, no, no. It's like throwing to the guard. Have you heard from... You heard from Phil lately? Has he DM'd you? He has I don't think he's sit one lately. Um, you know, they had a rough patch start the year. Probably yeah. gonna get a little more momentum going. Yeah. At that point. Start going. Yeah. I mean, I I really haven't done enough with that. I mean, he's the one that keeps the conversation going. I mean, I I, sh- I should like tell him I'm sorry after losses and things, just see if I get anything back. Hey, hey, your offense had it. I mean, Bateman, he sucked out there, Phil. Like he You he, really should. He, he, I mean, if Jay was a little better, Phil, he'd be four and zero right now. Yeah, you you you're, you just get no rest, right? Because they can't stop anybody. Everybody talks about Bateman as a future head coach. No one ever talks about you, and you're the one getting it done. Yeah. Please. Jason Space. Will you please do that? You know, next time they lose. Yeah, okay. just. Just see, see what happens. Why not? Let's, let's, let's DM feel. Turn it into a segment. Lord. Uh, okay. We're going to talk uh, more Arkansas tomorrow. Um, guess for that. We'll have hand-raised guys tomorrow night. Um, I've got... A, another Brian's podcast to put up here when I when I get home as well. He talked to somebody from Arkansas. I don't know who it is, but that will be up on the uh, just somebody from Arkansas. I, I don't know. Just I, drove over to like he and I yeah. had the conversation last night of hey, who do y'all actually talk to over there? Yeah, I know. Yeah, All right. we have that problem at a lot of SEC schools now, Brian. That's, that's drive there. over to Moralton and just pull over and talk to somebody. West Helena, first guy we saw with the Kmart, Petty Jean Liquor. Say, hey, yeah, what do you yeah, think yeah. about the game? Yeah. Go from there. and Rebels this weekend. <laughs> so They're that, not bringing many people. Is that right? I don't know. Are they not? Someone told me they're not bringing 
many people at all. Okay. Which is know. a little surprising. A little surprising. Yeah. Close trip for them relative to anybody else. So Yeah. All right. Plenty at RebelGrove.com. Mailbag up. More content coming as the day goes on. Two podcasts, including hand raised guys tomorrow. So have a good day and we'll talk to you then. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.